Hey kiddo, welcome to the Inspire to Engage podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Eubanks. In this podcast, we talk marketing for small business owners and ways for us to engage more with potential clients. And of course, we talk about the juggles and struggles to do all of this. And boy, are the struggles real right now. This episode is being recorded at the end of March. And just recently, parents in Alabama found out that their kids will not be returning to physical school at all this school year. And of course, other states have already made that declaration. I tell you this to say, I definitely recognize that we are in weird, odd, scary times. But as business owners, we have the opportunity to continue to band together and be innovative, keep talking to one another about ways that we can continue serving our customers. And I'm telling you this, if we can figure out this thing during COVID times, boy, can we excel later on. So I hope this episode gives you some ideas and if nothing else encourages you to keep conversations alive with your customers and with other small business owners. I'm wishing you the best of luck. I'm praying hard for small business owners like us. Okay, here's the episode. It's called Five Ways to Continue Moving Forward During These COVID Times. One of the first ways that we can continue to move our businesses forward is to keep on promoting our businesses on social media. I love how David Merman Scott said it in a recent article on Social Media Examiner. Scott wrote, I think rather than quote unquote promote my business, it's much better to consider how you can help people in this difficult time. Don't sell products and services. Instead, think of ways to give back to the community by providing information of value to people via social media. So, I love this notion that Scott was getting at. We have to continue to think, how can I serve my customers? That is what we got into business to do, was to serve people and to make money. Now, making money right now is a real challenge for all of us, but we can still find ways to do it. And one of the first things that we have to wrap our heads around is that we have to be willing to serve people during this difficult time. And so that means that we have to be very cognizant of what our ideal customers are feeling like, what they're thinking about, what their day-to-day actions are looking like right now, because that's going to affect how we talk about our businesses on social media. If you've listened to any of these podcasts, you know I'm a huge proponent in knowing your ideal customer's story. That means that you can talk about the day-to-day activities of what your ideal customer is most likely to do, what their season of life is like. By being able to do that, you're able to make your messages more specific to them. You're not talking to just Everybody and anybody that'll listen, you're talking to someone very specific. Now, with that being said, our ideal customers' lives have changed drastically. And we can't just pretend like that that hasn't happened. For example, I know that you have seen some of the ads that are still running on Facebook and Instagram of courses that are being offered or that will soon be offered. And we have pictures of smiley, happy 
people on there and there's no mention of this difficult time that we're all in. Now, I know and you know that these business owners turned on these ads well before this COVID situation. However, they're still being run. And so as we see those, it's it almost seems disrespectful or at least ignorant of the situation that we're all in because there's no mention of the fact that our businesses and our personal lives have drastically changed. So that is not what we want to be like in our business. We want to continue talking about our businesses, but recognizing that our ideal customers, the people themselves probably haven't changed as far as instead of selling to Jill now, you are now selling to Dan, that part has not changed. But what Jill's life looks like and feels like on a day-to-day basis has changed drastically. I love a post that Molly Marshall recently put on her Instagram account, Molly Marshall Marketing. The post is about ways that we have to update our ideal customer story. She calls it your customer avatar. But the ways we have to update our ideal customer story during COVID times and the top two things that she mentioned is we have to recognize that their goals have changed, probably temporarily, but maybe permanently. The second thing that we have to recognize is their challenges and their pain points. And I love this little piece of humor that she threw in there. She put in parentheses think beyond just toilet paper. Seriously, we'd have we now have moms and dads who are trying to juggle a full-time job working from home while their children are there. So, yes, they may be in need of toilet paper, but they're in need of a lot more than that, too. So, if you know your ideal customer story, like I ask you to to think about what phase of life are they in? What does their day-to-day life activities look like? Guess what? You know they have changed drastically now. So your messaging has to change to come alongside with what their life looks like now. We can still talk about products and services that we are selling, but our messaging inside our captions and even the photos themselves may look differently so that Everybody who comes across that post recognizes that we're living in 2020. With all of that being said, I also love a piece of advice that Becca Schmidt gave to me and listeners in a recent podcast that we did. It was a special edition. And if you haven't listened, I would strongly suggest that you listen to it. Um, Not just because it's a podcast done by my podcast, but because she gave so many great pieces of advice to small business owners. Like, for example, number one thing you should do if you have a loan right now is to call your banking lender. So many banks are recognizing this and they're offering help to those of you who may have a loan with them. So, is full of pieces of advice like that. And she is an executive director for South Huntsville Small Business Association. That happens to be Huntsville, Alabama. And what she said is that we have to continue talking about our businesses on social media because after all, when this is said and done, we want to still have a business. So we want people to then come to us to spend money. We also want them to know that we are still alive and kicking 
and that these are the products and services that we're offering right now. And we're still out there with our doors open, however they can be open at the time. So to just hole up in your house and not talk about your business at all on social media is not best practice right now. Continue talking about it on social media, but recognize the time that we're in. And as Molly Marshall was noting on her social media accounts, make sure that you recognize that our ideal customers' challenges and pain points have probably changed some. And yes, we may all be in need of toilet paper, but there's other things that are going on in their life too, that if you can be savvy and recognize and nail it down what it is that they are hurting from, struggling with, and your messaging hits that point, then you still may see some sales. And if nothing else, you are still serving your customers where they're at and they will be loyal to you even after these COVID times change. A second way to keep our business moving forward during this time is to search for ways to keep quote unquote working. So how can we continue to improve our skills, to continue talking and relating to clients to stay on the forefront of people's minds. And so I have heard of several very interesting ways that small business owners are continuing to work. Now, mind you, are they bringing in as much money as they have prior to COVID? Of course not. But they are continuing improving their skills. For example, I've heard of photographers who are offering branding photography right now. So What they're saying is, hey, if you sell product, ship to me some product, whatever it is that you sell. For example, if you sell makeup, then you would go into an agreement with a photographer, clean the makeup, obviously, and then ship it to the photographer. The photographer would take pictures and then depending on your agreement, either ship the product back to you or if you guys had agreed upon a trade-off, which is a way that you can pay other small businesses right now without having to pay them cash. So perhaps you and the photographer had already agreed upon a trade-off, so the photographer would keep the makeup. That was your trade. Or you would pay them for their work. For me, I'm a service-based business, so I cannot box up a product and send it to a photographer. However, I could still go into a trade if I wanted to with another photographer. I could say, hey, I'm a copywriter. That's what I do. I'll be glad to help you with some copy on your website. And in exchange, in a couple of months when COVID is not on the forefront of our nation, I would like for you to take some headshots of me. So that's a way in service-based businesses that we can trade for our services. Now, one word of warning is that we don't want to do this so often, especially those of us in service-based businesses, that we are booked solid in August and September with jobs that we have traded for right now in April. Because, of course, the hopes are that by August and September, we have customers who are literally opening their wallets and handing us cash or a credit card. So just a word of warning, you don't want to have yourself booked solid in August and September based off of trades that you made right now in March or early April. A second 
way that I've heard of makeup artists and hairstylists still continuing on with their business is through virtual tutorials. I, of course, thought this was very interesting, but what they're doing is they're teaching their clients how to do certain makeup techniques, how to do certain hair techniques, and they're just doing it using Zoom or either a recorded platform and then sending that video to their clients. So that is a way that you can keep helping your clients, but not be actually in their face. Those of us in service-based businesses might be concerned that, hey, if we teach all of our tricks and tips to our clients right now, that they may not be willing to come back and pay us to do these things in the next couple of months. And to that, I would say, yeah, you might lose one or two clients, but they already knew months ago or years ago, however long they've been your client, that they were paying you for something that was a non-essential to their life, yet they gladly paid you to do their hair or their makeup or a massage, fill in the blank. They knew it was non-essential then and they gladly paid you. So guess what? Most people will come back to you for you to actually do the service for them in the coming months. We, in the end, don't want to have to do our own hair and makeup. That's just not that much fun. And so, you know, if you lose one or two clients because you serve them well right now, in the scheme of things, that's okay. You will continue on as a business. Of course, I know you've probably heard of this third option to offer gift cards. Another option for those of you in the event businesses is to think about save the date options. I know that's not going to solve everything for you right now because people are a little bit leery of setting dates at all at this point, but you may have a few clients brave enough to set a date for fall or winter. And so therefore, guess what? Take that deposit and move on. It will be a little bit of cash coming into your business and it might be just what you need to sustain you through these times. Another thing that we might want to consider while we're still working in our business during these COVID times is to offer our goods and services at a reduced rate or at what you can pay right now option. This, of course, is tough on our pocketbooks, but at the same time, it is a way to show loyal customers that we understand where they're at right now. It's also a way for us to keep some money flowing through our business. We have to be willing to recognize the current state of affairs. And so to offer goods and services that are non-essential right now at a standard price may mean that you make absolutely no sales. Or you can offer them at a reduced rate or what can you afford to pay right now and still get a few sales. You decide, are you willing to do that or not? Another thing I want to suggest that as we're thinking about our products and services in a very different light, and if you offer virtual meetings or virtual tutorials, definitely record those. Record, record, record. Who knows? Those tutorials or classes that you're creating right now could become a product for you later. It could be a product that you sell all the time 
that doesn't cost as much as someone literally coming in and sitting in your makeup chair. Just something to think about, okay? Because you're already putting in a lot of thought about how to teach somebody to do something virtually. Might as well record it so that you could do something with this later on, whether it be selling it or whether it be that you're just posting it on your website. And as we figure out ways to continue to work inside of our businesses, there have been so many opportunities open up to us for free that have not been free before. For example, a couple of days ago, I received an email from G Suite, Google G Suite, that says they have now opened up the advanced options for Google Hangouts, which typically would have been for much larger Google G Suite accounts. However, they are opening it now to G Suite Basic or G Suite Business Edition. And so now you're able to access the more advanced Hangout meeting capabilities free of charge. I'm reading from the email right here. And this is an option through July the 1st of this year of 2020. Great example of how we can still be meeting with people and doing it for free. So if you are a Google G Suite customer, meaning that you pay for that service, you now have a more advanced option for Hangouts. Also, another good friend of mine told me about Facebook Messenger groups. Now, this has been around longer than this right here. She was telling me how a group of women, six of them, created a group and met together inside Facebook Messenger. So there's another option. Also, if you're interested in recording something, so maybe you are camera shy, but you think, hey, if I can get some of my directions a lot like this podcast right here to my customers using my own voice, the directions that I would give them, I think it would be faster than typing it up. Then Audacity, that's A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y, Audacity is a free recording tool. In fact, I use it to record and edit my podcast. So that's another free option. It's a way for you to get information in your own voice. I know you may cringe, but still hearing somebody's voice is very powerful. Also, it may save you time instead of writing out your directions and it can be sent through email. You just need to be sure that you export it as an MP3. A third way that we can keep our businesses moving forward is by focusing on customer service right now. If you're like me, I'm constantly saying, hey, I should reach back out to so-and-so and so-and-so. Or did they know how much that recommendation meant to me and that I've gained two clients just because of that recommendation? Well, guess what? We now have the time to focus on customer service. We now have the time to reach out to people who have been so good to our businesses and tell them what they have meant to our business. Now, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It really can just be a text, but it could be a handwritten note. It could be an email. It could even be free product right now if you really want to step out there or free service even, but whatever. We have an opportunity right now to tell the people who have meant a lot to our business how much they have meant to our business. We don't always make time for that when we're in the middle of making lots of sales, when we're in the middle of making money, 
thinking about the next product, the next launch, the next customer meeting. Well, guess what? We're not getting to do a lot of that right now. So we have time to focus on people. So I would encourage you, as I have encouraged myself to really think about customer service right now. And in fact, Becca Schmidt mentioned that in the previous podcast, podcast number nine, about how small business owners can help themselves and help other small businesses during COVID times. She mentioned the importance of customer service right now. A fourth way to keep moving forward, and I almost dread saying it, do the task that have been on our to-do list forever and we haven't had time to tackle them. Well, guess what? We have time now. So the pictures that we've been saying that we're going to take, we can take them. Or you can go back to option one, start trading goods and services with a photographer who will take those pictures for you. Or, you know, the website changes that we've been saying we're going to make for the last six months. We have time now. I dreaded saying that. I do not enjoy working on websites. And we also have time to really hone in on our messaging. And I mean messaging for right now, for the for COVID times. We can't pretend like this is not happening. But I also mean the messaging during non-COVID times. Many of us know that there's parts of our website, parts of our emails, maybe our business cards, that our messaging doesn't mesh up anymore. Maybe it was great six months ago, but our business has changed some. Or maybe we didn't know our ideal customer very well when we wrote the tagline on our website. Now we know our ideal customer story and we need to change it. And we've just put it off. So right now is a great time to hone in on our messaging. What is it that I was doing two months ago that I loved? My clients loved. My ideal customer knew exactly what I did and why I did it. And he or she could not wait to pay me for that. That's the type of thing that we need to hone in on and make sure that that shows in our messaging. That's our taglines. That's the opening paragraphs to our emails. That's with even within our social media captions. Every so often, we need to come back around on our feeds and tell people exactly what it is that we do. Write out several of those posts right now so that they are going to be ready for you when this passes, when things turn back to more normal times. So these are things that we all put off, but we don't have an excuse to put off anymore. In fact, I saw this hilarious meme on Facebook that said, I've been saying for years, when I get time, I'm going to clean out my basement. And then the caption goes on to say, "Uh, realize it wasn't the time thing. So I'm talking to myself right now. This is the time to do the things that have been on our to-do list and we just didn't have time to do it. But now we have time to do it. And the thing is, we'll be so happy in a couple of months when they're done. And that goes with any courses. You now have time to complete those courses that you've paid for or those classes that you want to teach and create a course for. We can do those now. And we'll be so happy that we did those in the future. They'll be done. Okay, 
the final way that we can continue moving forward is to create partnerships with others and join in with initiatives. Now, this is nothing new. We all know that our businesses grow when we join in with other people who are like-minded. Doesn't mean that they're necessarily in the same niche or industry that we are, but they they think like we do. Maybe we share ideal customers. People who are likely to buy from them are very likely to buy from us as well. So that's nothing new But when times are normal and we are drowning in orders and meetings and reading emails and posting on social media and getting our children to karate and then to band and then back home to eat dinner, we don't take time to build those relationships. But we don't have in-person client meetings anymore. We aren't taking our kids to karate. So we have time to build those relationships with people that we have been wanting to build for a long time. And our schedules didn't allow it. Also, there are some really cool ways that we can band together as small businesses and help one another. So, for example, I've seen a couple of t-shirt companies that are offering to create t-shirts for small businesses, things that might say support local, and then the sale of that t-shirt goes to a particular business if that if that small business was the one who initiated the conversation. Another example that I've seen on a larger scale is when bigger vendors are banding together with their small stores. For example, Corksicle and Oventure. Corksicle makes the metal canteens and Oventure makes the big O key rings. Those are the key rings that look like bracelets, but they also have the latches that hang off so you can clip your phone on there or any or any other important stuff so you don't lose the king ring itself. It's huge. It fits over your wrist and it's beautiful. But what they're doing is Oventure and Corksicle are saying, come to our sites, buy from us online, and then choose in the drop-down menu which store or showroom owner or boutique do you normally shop from. And so therefore, that small business is still receiving some proceeds from the sale of that product. So that's a great option that some larger vendors are doing. And if you're in the gift boutique business, I'm sure you have probably already seen some of those emails come through. But if not, definitely start looking into it. Another idea within this same mindset of banding together with other small businesses is to think about ways that we can combine our products and services to offer COVID care packages. That's just an example. You could call it whatever you want to, but how can you with a group of other small businesses offer something that they can purchase from you and therefore by purchasing something, they are actually supporting several small businesses at one time. When we small business owners get together and put our minds together, we can get really creative and come up with something that people are willing to buy from us, obviously at a rather reduced rate, but that's either essential or maybe it's just commemorative. Maybe it's going to help them remember these crazy times. I mean, after all, this is definitely going to go down as a huge part of American history. So we can help them find ways to remember this time or to make this time easier for them. So I would encourage you, 
Keep meeting with your small business friends. Use Zoom. Use the Google Hangouts like we've talked about earlier. Facebook Messenger. Whatever you want to. Keep meeting with them and keep bouncing ideas off of each other because by doing that, we are giving each other hope and we're also pushing our creative bounds and it keeps us from getting stuck in this mindset of, I don't know how to continue on in these times. Look, I'm not promising it's going to be easy, but as business owners, we're used to adversity. We're used to tough times. This is nothing new to us. Just the situation itself is what is new to us. Okay, let me review five ways that we can keep moving our businesses forward. Number one, we have to keep promoting our businesses on social media. Now remember, we want to change that mindset from promoting to serving. How do we want to continue serving our customers on social media. That is not a new concept. It's just something we have to be extremely cognizant of right now in these times. As Molly Marshall reminded us on a recent post in her Instagram feed, our customers' challenges and pain points have changed. Yes, we all need toilet paper. And it's hilarious. Keep the memes and the jokes going. But also, know that in reality, their needs are beyond just toilet paper. Now, side note, if you really do have customers that need toilet paper, by all means, please serve them well that way. Put the toilet paper on their front porch and move on. But the point that she was making is that we do have to think outside of that realm of just them needing toilet paper and more food. That definitely needs to be taken care of. And if we know of a customer and client that are in desperate times, By all means, we need to take care of that. But move beyond just that. Recognize that their day-to-day life has changed drastically. And that has to show up in our messaging of when we're talking about products in our businesses. When we're talking about the services that we offer, we have to acknowledge that their challenges and pain points have changed. We can still be funny. We can still talk very direct about our products and services. But we can't just pretend that this isn't happening either. Second strategy for moving our business forward. Search for ways to keep working. That means we have to think creatively. We have to think about ways that we can trade our goods and services for another small business's goods and services. Think about meeting with clients virtually, and I want to challenge you to go beyond that because I know you've already thought about that, but how can you record those meetings? Now, if you are recording with a client or customer, obviously, they must know in advance. Please do not ever record somebody without them knowing that, but if no clients or customers agree to be recorded with you, or you're too nervous to be recorded in a live situation like that, that's okay. But this is a great time right now to save some of this knowledge that you hold in your head. Who knows where and how you may use that information later on in your business. And don't forget, there are some great free options out there for meeting with people, such as Google Hangouts through G Suites, Facebook Messenger Groups, And if you just want to record your voice, Audacity is a free tool. 
and it is pretty solid. Third way, customer service. This is our chance to tell the people who have meant so much to our businesses, we can tell them now. We can really lavish some love and praise on them. And it doesn't have to be time consuming. It just needs to be done. So emails, cards, texts, direct messages, let them know how much you appreciate them. And really for no reason other than it's the right thing to do and that it's going to build you goodwill now and in the future. Fourth, do the tasks that have been on our to-do list for a long time and we have lacked the time to tackle them. We now have the time. We just have to dig deep to find the energy and the motivation to do it. But handle those pictures, the websites, the messaging, courses that we've paid for and haven't finished, or courses that we're going to create. This is the opportunity to do it. Let's look at this as a blessing to our business for the future. If we take time to handle this now, we will be so thankful in a couple of months. Fifth, Look for ways to create partnerships or be a part of initiatives that are happening right now. I'm telling you, there's a hashtag called COVID kindness, another hashtag COVID kind, another hashtag small business strong. I'm sharing those, not necessarily because I want you to hashtag those. You're welcome to if you want to, but I'm telling you that in difficult times, great things come out of it. And I'm not making light of people being sick. That is not what I'm talking about here. But what I'm talking about is we realize that we are more creative than we than we ever gave ourselves credit for. That we're willing to collaborate with people that maybe they weren't in our niche. So we never considered collaborating with them. But now we can see how our connection to them will help our business and serve our customers during this time. So this is an opportunity for us to collaborate with people that maybe we never saw coming or that we've wanted to connect with for a long time. And once again, we just didn't have the extra hours in the day to do it. We do now. So let's take this opportunity and run with it. Build relationships that will take our business and move it forward now but move it leaps and bounds in the future. If we can move our business forward in these COVID times, what can we do when things return to more normalcy? Seriously, this is the time for us to challenge ourselves, do things that we have wanted to do for a long time and have lacked the extra hour or honestly, just the courage. I'm telling you, When we get a little scared, when we get a little desperate, when we're really starting to wonder about the future, we'll start connecting with people and asking questions and asking favors and finding ways to trade with people that we never would have during times of normalcy. So, so I'm trying to find some silver lining in this tough situation, and I hope you are too. If I can help at all, please reach out. My email is rachel at inspiretoengage.com. I spell Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, inspire to engage is all lowercase and with no spaces. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Same thing, inspire to engage. I hope this was valuable. And if it was, you know what I'm going to ask, rate or review this podcast episode. As a business owner, you know how special reviews and ratings are. They're important. And if you're using this time 
to work on your messaging, specifically to know more about your ideal customer, head to my site where I have a freebie. It's very short, but it helps you start thinking about what stage of life is your ideal customer. Find this freebie at inspiretoengage.com. Once more, inspiretoengage.com. It's called Know Your Ideal Customer Better. Until next time, kiddo, you stay healthy and I hope that you continue to move your business forward. Bye.